Hey, what's up? This is Eric from 520 Collective Podcast. Do me a favor. I need you to check out the brand new video from Calvin and Kimberly Rice Cofield. It's called I'm Straight. It was directed by Ray Knowledge, and it is one of the most infectious bangers of the year. The up-tempo, hard-hitting slapper was produced by K-Drama, and on it, Kimberly utilizes memorable lines, flow, and a powerful delivery, while Calvin rips it apart with slashing bars, clever metaphors, and encouraging lyrics. The catchy chorus declares that the Detroit-based husband and wife ride for God and God only. They are straight on everything else. So if you are individuals that display a slick fashion sense, a great taste in cars, and amazing cinematic angles, watch and share the I'm Straight music video today. It is an unforgettable visual experience courtesy of the Cofields with the help of Ray Knowledge. Let's go here, Brown. Let's do it, bro. 520 Collective, where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. Take a ride through my old town, old me, old Sean. Might need boats, cry oceans. Here, float down my old child. Feel so broke, no hope around here. Been trying to cope since like 01. Better slow down for your coastline. You might owe Sean. What's good? Welcome back to the 520 Collective Podcast, where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. It's Eric Boston. I'm with Nate Shelton, as always, and we are in the field on the Track Stars Podcasting Network. Nate, what's good, man? Oh, you know, we're all, I can't believe we're already a month into the 2020. Uh, it's been, personally, it's been an up and down month, but for CHH-wise, I feel... We're off to a very hot start. Definitely, definitely. The the uh, culture, the genre, the space, whatever you want to call it, has had a very strong start to 2020, I do believe. And I'm excited for what's coming up, man. We're going to dive into all that here on this month's podcast. Uh, Nate, before we jump into it, though, got to give a shout out to our guys at Rapture Ready Productions because this episode of the podcast is sponsored by them. Uh, Rapture Ray Productions, their mission statement is to equip, uplift, and shift Christian culture through various media outlets and platforms. They have a whole slew of great content constantly flowing, guys. So make sure you check out www.rapturerayproductions.com for more info and the latest updates that's coming from the label. And make sure you check out our guy, Jay Dunn. He has just dropped his new track i choose you it features marcus selders that is the newest artist to join the rapture ready uh team so yeah man support our guy jay dunn uh him and the whole team over there at rapture ready doing awesome things nate yeah, all kinds of great stuff going on that haven't checked out that jay dunn single yet i'm gonna have to check that out and let's see what he's got going on yeah well i mean and that just dropped man it just dropped uh so you know one of those uh, like, like actually kind of several, uh, Valentine's day releases, but you know, it's coming off of that, uh, release back, uh, right there on, uh, the end of the year, the, uh, December 31st, January 1st, right there of, uh, their compilation album, new Mecca, which I thought was really, really done well, man. All right. Well, I'm going to have to take that recommendation and check it out. For sure, for sure. And guys, while Nate's checking that out, make sure you check out what we've got going on at www.520collective.com. While you're on the site, hit that subscribe button so that you get the latest uh, content that is dropped, delivered right to your email inbox. You can also check us out on social media at 520CHH. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So, Nate, man, tell me, what, what's what been going on for you? I know you said it's been a little up and down, but we've seen some good stuff in coming, uh, you know, happening in CHH. Man, just, you know, what what's happened since the last time we got to get on here and chop it up? Well, uh, I know we're going to get into this a little bit more, but uh, a little bit later, but, you know, a couple people dropping some really dope projects. Um, just all around for me this year, uh, the genre CHH, Everybody stepped up their game musically. It's just really great to see uh, the, everybody's putting in work on their craft and music quality. I think just 
alone this first month has been um, really something that has jumped off the page at me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's exciting, man. And I know you, uh, you're keeping up on those drops. You know, you're you're uh, adding new music to the Sauce playlist. You know, we got uh, the working playlist that's growing, man. Uh, you know, just a lot of really cool stuff happening around here that I'm excited about. Um, and one thing I'm excited about as well, Nate, is just the fact that this podcast, man, it keeps moving forward. It keeps growing. And honestly, I want people to be involved with it, Nate. So, guys, if you're listening, you want to get you know, plugged in or you want to just help support the growth of the 520 Collective Podcast, do me a favor. Hit us up on Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash 520-collective. You can go on there and there's a lot of options, guys. You can support us if you want to drop a little donation in there or they actually have where you can leave a voicemail for us um, and we can add those to the show. Uh, Just a lot of cool things. You can, you know, at the very least, jump in there and, and just share our episodes with the people that you know need to hear it, man. Like, um, so once again, it's anchor.fm slash 520 collective. So, right there on Anchor, you know, a big shout out to them and a big shout out, Nate, to um, the, the team over at Godify Streams, man. They picked up the 520 collective podcast. We are featured on Godify along with, um, you know, the, the team over at Track Stars, our guy Jason over at Solomon's Porch. So just a lot of cool stuff happening uh, with Godify as well. Yeah, you know, our reach keeps growing. It's exciting. You know, God's taking us places we never imagined. So I don't know about you, but I'm just going along for the ride and see where see where we end up here. For sure, for sure, man. Um, well, you know, one thing that we talked that we did uh, on the last podcast, Nate, that was a little new from what we did in season one, is we actually took a little bit of time out and we we, we kind of talked about um, some stuff we'd been reading in our recent devotionals. And I'll tell you what, Nate, uh, we had some good response to that. So we want to keep that rolling, man. And, um, you know, as we were preparing for this month's show, I was reading through um, that new devotional book that I got Christmas from Bob Goff. Uh, really cool book, guys. Great writer. If you haven't you know, read any of his stuff, check it out. I highly recommend it. Um, but man, uh, I, was reading, I was reading the devotional one day, Nate, and this really stood out to me. The, the title of it was, God isn't afraid of our doubts. He's way more concerned when we fake it. And I'm going to just be honest with you, man. This really really hit home for me. It got me thinking about not just myself, but CHH and, you know, just where people are at and and where we can hold each other accountable. You know, it really comes down to the fact that we cannot hide who we really are, especially from God, man. Right. And it's so, I mean, if you are in reading your Bible constantly, I mean, Look at all the people that God chose throughout throughout the scriptures, and they were doubting themselves constantly. Probably, I, I mean, you're, they're probably right up there with with each other, with each of us, as um, how much they really doubted what God was going to do with them. So, I mean, to me, God knows what you're thinking twenty four seven. So if you're trying to fake it, you're not. You might be fooling other people, but you're definitely not fooling him. Right, right, right. And, you know, kind of to piggyback off that, you know, this really comes down to, uh, you know, and, and this was one of the messages in this devotion was that he's not surprised when we don't understand, right? I mean, there's, just just think about it. I mean, you can think about, I, I, you know, obviously you and I talk, you know, more than just on this podcast. So we know what's kind of going on with each other. You know, and you talked about how the year's kind of been a little up and down. And honestly, you know, the last part of 2019 into a little bit of this year has been kind of, you know, rocky for me as well. Um, and, and when we hit those times, man, you know, it's like, dude, I, I, I'm trying to do what's right. I'm trying to do what I feel like I'm being led to do, but I don't get why it's not working out like I think it should, you know? Um, 
and you start second guessing those choices. But I think it comes down to, uh, at least for me, Nate, that, that God's been saying, Hey, I've put you here so that you can learn that you do not need to worry that you don't need to doubt. You need to be just confident in what, in the place I have you in. Right. And that's been the biggest thing for me. It's funny. I was actually talking to somebody yesterday, similar along these lines about just trusting him and looking back at all this stuff, you know, three times I've doubted if he's going to pull me through a situation or, you know, be able to just get through something. And all I got to do is look back at all the examples that God has brought me through and where I've, where I've been and where I am at now and just have faith and trust that He's going to keep doing what he said he's going to do. Right, right, right. Well, you know, and, and, and like the devotional was saying, you know, God isn't as concerned about the outcomes as we are. Um, and, and I think we get stuck in, in those places, Nate, where we're like, okay, if, if I do X, Y, Z, what's that result? You know, what, what does that look like if I put the time and effort into this? You know, am I going to have these regrets you know, I, there's plenty of examples where God's like, hey, you know, I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm not asking or demanding that um, that this goes exactly according to plan. I mean, it's going to go exactly according to his plan, I think is what we first of all need to realize. But, you know, he's telling us it, not everything's going to go to our plan. The one thing that can happen, though, is that we're his while we're trying to, you know, reach these outcomes. Um, and, and, and so, you know, I think that it goes back to, we don't have to be afraid of those doubts because we can remember that, Hey, no matter what happens, I'm his. And that is enough. Exactly. And just, again, you know, he, he knows what he knows. We have the doubts and it's just a matter of trusting his plan for us and following him and being faithful. And, and obviously as humans, that's definitely easier said than done. Right. Well, man, and they, it, it leads me to what is possibly my favorite, my, my favorite quote from Bob Goff. And, and let me, and I want to ask you this before I maybe throw it out there, you know? So what is it that, we can do in those situations where we are being afraid. We've talked about, you know, we need to remember that we're his. We're talked about what he's concerned with. What, what can we tell ourselves? Cause I mean, there's some of this stuff that, you know, I think our human mind just struggled to, to deal with. And I think Bob Goff kind of breaks it down beautifully for us in this quote that I want to hit on. But, you know, I think, you know, what, what have you been telling yourself when you're in these like valleys, when you're in these times of like, man, I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? What, uh, you know, why did this not turn out this way? Like, I, th- I think we, we have to find our ways to deal with that. Like what, what's something that works for you, Nate? For me, like I was saying earlier, is just, you know, being reminded of times he has, um, you know, brought me through something, you know, kind of with, as an example, this whole, the whole 520 platform that we've started, there's been times where I wondered, are we doing the right thing? Is this going the direction it needs to go? And then something will happen, you know, and it just, it's something that only God could have made happen. And it's just those reminders in my personal life. I, sometimes you just got to get back in the word, read the promises that he's given you and know that, you know, God has got everything under control. He already knows what's going to happen. We just have to trust that his plan is perfect. For sure. For sure. So let me, let me get hit on this quote, man. Cause I think it, it speaks, um, directly to those of us within the CHH culture without, you know, I don't, I do not believe that this was the intention of, of Bob Goff whenever he said this. Um, but you know, I think a lot of us maybe sometimes, take time to um, try to fit 
into a mold or into a particular look or a sound that's maybe not necessarily us, right? You know, we've, we've seen these conversations on social media, right? Um, especially here lately, you know, like, hey, you know, get, be, em, embrace your sound, you know, em, embrace your passion, your direction, and, and stop trying to, to just ride in that lane with everyone else, right? Do your thing. And, and what Bob Goff said was, be real enough with our doubts so that he, meaning Christ, can be Jesus enough with grace. And I don't know about you, Nate, but that really hit home. It was like, wow, it's like kind of this mind-blowing thought, even though it's so simple. Let me say it one more time, and I want to hear what you think. Be real enough with our doubts so that he can be Jesus enough with grace. That is so true. And like you said, it's so simple, but so profound at the same time. Yeah, don't let our doubts take away from the grace that he is trying to show us, right? Um, it's crazy to, to just think about how much we get in our own way, you know? Yeah, and it's just, you know, your the mind is it can be a terrible thing sometimes. And, you know, you just gotta remind yourself God I mean basically God's got you and just relax and he's got it all under control definitely 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 well man you know one thing I think that we have seen and you kind of alluded to it earlier is we've had some drops happen since the beginning of the year specifically some projects that I think we've seen these artists you know not worrying about those doubts that's really embraced who they are and just put it out there for us as listeners, man. And, um, you know, there's three particular projects that I took note of. I know there's more, I'm sure you probably have, you know, a couple more to add to this list, but I want to start with the project from our guy, Weeze, the satellite kid. So he, he dropped his, um, his project scatterbrain and, Dude, I'm telling you, he set that bar high super early for NDCHH. He did set that bar high. And it's, I mean, if you don't know who Weez is, he is part of the uh, group Artificial Christian. They're kind of taking a break. Uh, got some stuff each one of them's working on, but he decided he's going to keep pushing music. And man, <laughs> he came out with a bang with that Scatterbrain project. Uh, he was. Being that it's his first solo project, he was a little, I mean, going back to what we talked to a little bit, unsure and had some doubts, but I I think he needs to just keep doing what he's doing because he's doing just fine. For sure, for sure. And then another project, Nate, that I was super excited about, you know, last year, one of my favorite releases uh, came from Kay Sade, and she came out with her EP 111, um, and man... You know, I thought Meta was really good. 111 is right up there with it, Nate. Yeah, she keeps uh, stepping up her game. I don't know if anybody else is aware. I mean, a lot of the guys like this do this too, but she also mixes, masters, produces everything she does. She, From start to finish, she does everything for her music, and she kicked it up another notch and keeps exploring. And one of, I don't, is it 111 or 111? Um, which, I mean, whichever I'm not, whichever it is, I, I say one eleven, but you know, we, we'd have to get her on to, to, for to, for clarification, I guess. But I, I say one eleven. So, whichever, whatever, however you want to say it, it's definitely early uh, project of the year type material, and I know she's got a lot more she's working on. So, it's gonna be a big year for K Shade. Let Let me ask you, Nate what was a what was a standout track for you on that project? You know, I believe the title track one 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 was one that really stood out to me. It would, I really liked that one. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it, it, honestly, it's hard to go wrong with any of those tracks. I mean, it's just it's so good, start to finish. Uh, I think for me, um, X on me was probably my favorite from that um, from that project. All all that to say, if you haven't heard it, go out and stream it right now. <laughs> It's you. You won't be disappointed at all. Right, right, right. And then, man, our guy uh, from the Pacific Northwest, Mister Profect, 
he dropped his project, uh, Beauty for Ashes, man. Um, you know, totally different sound than, than we're talking about with K and with Weez. But, I mean, if you want to talk about a project that is transparent, that is dealing with real life, it, it, it's hard to get much uh, more real than what Profect did on Beauty for Ashes. Yeah, I did get a chance to listen to that one, and you're you're right. It's transparent. He's vulnerable. Really good stuff. He's got an older sound to him, so if that's something you're into, definitely check that out. But yeah, Profect is he's he. I think it remind me. I could be wrong, but he's been around for a little while, correct? Yeah, I mean, he's been around for me. He, he you know, he's a part of Sheepfold Music. Um, you know, with our guy Gidem J. Uh, you know, so they you know, work together on a regular basis. And I mean, you can hear the, the similarity and the connections there. Um, you know, both of them, you know, having experienced that, um, uh, going and serving time, you know, and, and that's what this project really is a reflection of, you know, his, his time while being incarcerated. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it's an experience that I can say I'm lucky enough to not have uh, went through, but I feel like he portrays it and puts it out there in such a way on this project that at least I understand a little bit more what being in that situation is like. Yeah, he did a really great job. It was I, I, that probably those are my top three projects right now. So I know there's been several, a few others, and. I said, what, what other up. project? What other <laughs> projects have dropped in 2020 that uh, uh, that you want to make know, note of? Off the top of my head, I really don't have any others. Those are the th- real three that stood out to me. Um, I know there's others that aren't coming to my mind right now, but I would say uh, give a shout out to uh, to Rayon, man. Yes, Rayon, that was a new one. Rayon Thomas, very good EP. Hey, going back to his roots in Louisiana, so definitely check that out. The guys, uh, him and Kay Thomas, his brother, also Errol Allen, uh, excuse me, those guys down in uh, Cali got something going on, so keep watching those guys. For sure, for sure. Man, let's talk about a couple of other new releases that just happened, Nate. I mean, I know that the podcast here is coming out, you know, it's the 15th, you know, if you're listening to us on the first day of the drop, um, so that means that yesterday... We're, we're gonna we're playing a little bit of uh, in the future here, uh, but yesterday Valentine's Day had a couple of releases, man, that we have ties to as a platform. The first one being the new single "Dusty Bible" from TC and Get'em J. Dude, when TC and Get'em J work together, there's something special, Nate. You know, they they blend really well. They play off of each other very nicely, and this is um, TC's first official release of 2020 you know working with him behind the scenes a little bit we know that there's a lot of uh really good content that's just about to to drop from tc including a new project but super excited that it starts off with uh the track dusty bible nate yeah definitely excited for this one uh like you said those tc and get J, they're developing a nice uh, rapport with each other you just it's become a natural forum so anytime those two put out a single together, definitely worth the listen. And if you have a playlist or you're following the sauce, definitely going to be checking that out. So uh, definitely uh, that single Dusty Bible is one to be looking for this year. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, our guy, Little Red, you know, we got connected with him through, um, you know, our Lion's Den Challenge last year. And it's been really cool to see the progress he's made uh, you know, over that uh, time span, he's releasing his second single of the year. Um, also, you know, a Valentine's Day drop. It's called Out of My Head. Uh, you know, man, Little Red, his his thing that he told me is he's dropping a single a month all 2020. And so, you know, we had All These Lights back in January, which was a solid track. And then Out of My Head, another very solid uh, offering from uh, the Texas MC. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, some some of the guys here uh, mixing it up, kind of getting the the uh, the uh, love vibes, you know, 
getting in their feelings a little bit and putting some music out too. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah man. And I'm going to tell you what else is good stuff, Nate, because I go back here. I think the golden era of CHH is back in the early 2000s, late 90s, that time period. And it's been just amazing to start off the year with some releases from some of the OGs in the space. You had a new single for the first time in 16 years from Mars Ill with their track Win Win. And then John Rubin dropping three, uh, an EP trilogy. So, you know, he's dropped the first two. Uh, man, this new uh, EP with uh, Alon called Johnny and Alani. It, it takes me back, man. It makes me feel like I'm back, you know, fresh out of high school, you know, rocking with John Rue, dippity doing, you know? Yeah, I have, I have been remiss. I did have not checked those uh, out yet. And I know you are a huge John Rubin fan. So I am definitely going to have to give those a listen here soon. Uh, the Mars Ill single is, I mean, it's like he hasn't missed a beat putting music out. Uh, those guys, are it, both of them doing great stuff it's nice to get those old guy older guys back in the game definitely i know you got uh not got marzil on the sauce too so if you guys haven't heard it like i said go follow uh nate's playlist the sauce and check it out um man nate with the with these ogs kind of coming back it's you know makes me excited for this uh, song that we're about to feature because i feel like it kind of blends right in to that uh classic sound of hip-hop man uh, we got uh, for the first time on the podcast, uh, the song Be Yourself from real name Darren, man. I'm excited to play this one, Nate. Yeah, this is a pleasant surprise. It was submitted to us, heard it, and I knew we had to put it on the show because it's great quality music. You got that old sound to it, like you said, and it just kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier about doubting yourself and being yourself. It's a great message, so... I, I think everybody's going to be really pleased with this this single. Well, let's find out, Nate. What do you say we give it a play? Let's do it. All right, guys. Here is Be Yourself from Real Name Darren. Struggling 
somewhere who I am Am I the only one? Lately, I've been wanting to talk to God more I've been wondering what it's all for To be honest, even though I am a Christian Our relationship's been different since the day he took my sister Listen, I am ashamed of my decisions So much pain for my decisions Going insane for my decisions And even though that chapter of my life is over I still wish that I could write it over People watching check to see if you have success Others if you will fail, it depends on what they expect As a kid, I was told sky's the limit I could be what I want, the possibilities were endless That's a blessing and a curse I know heaven's in my future while reflecting on my past I struggle with who I am while I'm present on this earth There's still lessons to be learned They telling me to be myself That's easier said than done I'm struggling with who I am Am I the only one? They telling me to be myself That's easier said than done I'm struggling with who I am Am I the only one? It's, it's, it's time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown, sponsored by Show Me Christ Records. All right, shout out to our guys at Show Me Christ Records. Uh, they're sponsoring the featured song, as always. Make sure you hit up showmechristrecords.com for the latest from Daryl and the team. Um, yeah, man, real name Darren, be yourself. Nate, I'll, let me put it to you this way. I... There's a lot of stuff that I like about this song. There is one thing that I would say if I was wanted to make one suggestion on some improvement, there's just one thing there. So I don't know if you'll be able to guess what that is, but I'm really interested in hearing your thoughts. And then I'm going to come back up and kind of, you know, maybe see if we line up here or not. Well, you know, I started, I mean, first off, the beat is fantastic. It's got, like I said, it's got the old sound, boom bap sound. And, uh, and I'll, I don't know the technical term, you probably have to help me, but that, the voice in the background, you know, you got that old kind of, that sing-song voice in the background, the message is, uh, really great, like I said, it's about being yourself, you know, trying to find your identity in Christ while here on this earth, knowing that you got bigger, uh, bigger reward going in the future, but I thought overall, this, like you said, maybe a tweak here or there, but overall, it was, I thought it was mixed really well. The beat was good. The vocals came through pretty clearly. Maybe tweak them a little bit more to hear beat a couple times, kind of drowned them out. But overall, I mean, I, I've hadn't heard of a real name Darren before, but I was thoroughly impressed with this song. Yeah, man, I'm excited that he submitted to be on the, the, podcast i'm excited that you picked him out and i'm looking forward to what comes next from real name Darren. i'm with you man the the sample was on point the the production i loved you know it, it had that sound that that you know that boom bap that i'm a huge fan of i thought darren did his thing on the verses they were very solid the hook was good um if there's one criticism i'm gonna make nate this is it uh whenever i had my headphones on the, the the bass in the verses, it was just like this constant rumble. And I felt like it took away a little bit from what was going on in there. That that rumble, like, you know, he, he pulled it out during the hook, which really made that thing pop. I think if there had been a little bit more selective or, or maybe if it wasn't as constant through the verses, it would have taken it up just another notch. Like, I mean, I'm talking about if we... We're putting it on a 10-point scale right now. I'm saying that it's a solid 8 for me. Um, you know, you, you, you fix that that bass issue during the verses, and that sucker's easily a 9, possibly a 10, Nate. Right, and I, I agree with you. Uh, the verses, it kind of got muddied a little bit with the bass. Um, but, yeah, overall, I'd say 8 for this one. 
And I, I know you're going to ask, so I'm going to go ahead and let you, you let everybody know this one will be on the playlist. It's, it's a little bit older release, but definitely deserves a spot on the sauce. All right, man. I'm excited to hear that on the sauce. So, uh, you guys, if you are not following it, go to Spotify, uh, find that sauce or, or go to 520collect.com, click the link for the sauce, make it even easier on yourself. But you know, it's Nate's playlist, join it, follow it. You're going to want to hear, he updates that every week. Um, and it's got the best in independent Christian hip hop out there, in my opinion. So yeah, man, definitely, you know, playlist worthy, very, very good job by real name, Darren. It makes me excited for what will be coming from him soon, Nate. Right, I've definitely, and I've did a little, tried to do a little bit of research on him on Spotify. I'm fairly new artist, so I'm definitely excited to see what he's got coming out in the future. Yeah, man, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, you know, he's bringing that heat, and you know who else brings the heat, Nate? Who's that? Do you know who does? Let me tell you who does. It's our guy, DJ I Rock Jesus, brings that straight ministry heat, and I'm excited, Nate. I don't know if you could tell, but you know he is our industry insider interview this month. So, man, it was a great conversation that I had with DJ I Rock Jesus. We broke down, you know, just the the role of the DJ and CHH, and of course the the role he's going to be playing at 2020 Summerfest this year. Um, Dude, it was it was a great interview. I'm excited for the people to hear it. So I don't want to hold us up. I want to jump over there. But before we do, where can people hit you up, Nate? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Nate Dog. That's where you find me doing my CHH thing. Try to keep you up on the newest music. You know, I'm I also not just adding music to the playlist, but I let you know when the the single is released too. So. Keep an eye on that. Try to, you know, try to stay in the conversations with in the music industry, see what's going on. So definitely follow me there on Twitter. That's where I do all my do all my work. Yeah, yeah. And hit me up on Twitter as well, guys. It is at Eric Boston Three. That's at Eric Boston and the number three. You know, love to chop it up with you guys. Um, but yeah, let's jump into this industry insider interview, Nate, with our guy, DJ I Rock Jesus, and we'll chat next month, all right? All right, sounds great. This is a great interview. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective and the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective Podcast. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview, brought to you officially by bookkeeper247.com. All right, guys, joining me on the Track Stars Podcasting Network phone line. He brings us that straight ministry heat. Joining me is Mr. DJ I Rock Jesus. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Man, I am all right. I'm loving that we're able to get you uh, on the 520 Collective Podcast here. Um, man, you, you've, been doing, you've been doing this for a minute, man. Yeah, man, it's been a blessing, man. I mean, I've been praising God every day since I've been doing it, man, because to still be relevant today, it's a blessing. So I've been definitely thanking God. Right, right, right. So, you know, we just, we're just we just rolling into 2020. Uh, what, what's going on in your world? I mean, obviously, you got the radio show. Um, you got the mixtapes. Uh, I mean, just just tell us, kind of give us a rundown of what, what uh, the new year is looking like for you. Well, the new year looking out for me, man. I'm definitely doing, planning on doing some traveling. Um, I'm working on my album. I've been trying to do for the past couple of years. 
So I'm kind of doing doing a little bit of that here and there. I'm planning on doing, you know, definitely doing more mixtapes and just doing a lot of traveling. That's about it. Awesome, awesome. How's uh, how's the show going, man? I mean, obviously, you know, you've been running that for for quite a while now. Oh, the show is doing well. I mean, I think right now I'm on like 12 stations, which is a blessing because I get to share, you know, all these great artists out here. So the show is doing really great. And now I'm starting up like on my my first top 10 video show. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So really it's like top 10 of my favorite videos. Not in no, no certain order. It's just top 10. You know what I mean? It's my favorite video. So I'm working on that. And where are people going to be able to check that out at? Well, it's going to be on a channel from, from 3HP Records. They have a, um, a, a cable station, a, a cable channel on, um, on, on his network. So it's like channel four, channel, I think channel three, 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 something like that. But I'll tell you more about that as it comes down the pipeline. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And then another pretty cool thing that you are involved with that we were lucky enough to, you know, be able to chop it up with MC Nice a couple episodes ago. Uh, you're going to be part of 2020 Summerfest as well. Yeah. Yes, man. I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about that. I, I think it's going to be a, a big event. You know, if everything comes together, you know, like expected, you know, it's going to be huge for uh, the, the CHH genre. Yes, it is. I mean, this is the first of its kind. It's not like a, it's not a concert or a conference. It's a festival. I don't know if you've seen those EDM festivals online, things like that. It's a festival like that with the sound and the lighting, man. 75 artists and 70 days. I'm so excited. It's all CHA. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Definitely, and and you're one of those seven DJs. Uh, I mean, do, I, I know that they're that the wheels are still in motion and stuff's kind of being put together. But do you have an idea of of what your role in Summerfest is going to kind of look like? Well, I don't know yet. They're going to talk to me. I think next week. I think because I was talking MC Nice and he was telling me about it. So I don't know the, the specific role I'm going to be doing there. I might be DJing with the artists, or I'm not sure. I'm just not sure yet. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and that kind of brings me to, you know, what I really wanted to be able to chop it up with you. Cause I mean, you, you've got this, um, just this, this vast experience within our space and, you know, growing through it over the last, you know, couple of decades, you know, that I've been involved, you know, just as a fan and watching it from the outside, you know, CHH has changed a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. and so I'm kind of wondering like what, what is that the the role of the DJ? How has that evolved uh, when it comes to CHH, and, and how do you view um, that role in today's current climate? As a DJ, well, you know, the one thing I have to say, the CHH, you know, they need the DJ. You understand? Because a lot of stations not playing a lot of Christian hip hop things like that. The role of DJ is very important because we get the music out to different fans and things like that. So our role is definitely very important. It's definitely very important. Okay, and and how can um, artists? I mean, do, do you feel like they understand that importance? You know, are, are they reaching out to you guys? No, they don't understand. They think all they have to do is just send their music to blog sites and things like that, and they feel like they music get heard. I mean, they may get heard for a couple of weeks or so like that, but most likely what happens most of the time is it goes to archive. And a lot of times people people are so fast, you know, microwaveable there, we don't want to search out music and things like that. So they look at what they see up front. This is why the DJ is very important because we're playing your music all the time. We're putting your mixtapes, we're doing video shows, we're doing radio shows. So a lot of artists just don't get that. And um, I want to try to change that, though. So so what is your advice then for artists? Like, how do they need to approach, um, you know, connecting with, you know, DJs such as yourself to make sure that their uh, music, you know, gets that full potential? I would say just contact us, talk to us. Or, or matter of fact, sometimes when I want to when DJ play an artist's song on their show or their mixtape, whatever, and then tweet it, just retweet it. You know what I mean? And connect with the DJ. It's, just, it's really easy. It's not that hard. That's all you have to do. And once you get a relationship with a DJ, you know, you can get yourself spared to other DJs. You know? Yeah. That's my take on it. It's just that simple. It's not hard at all. It's not hard at all. Because too many times I talk to a lot of DJs and they tell me that um, 
when they play an artist's song, the artist won't retweet it. <laughs> so, and then the artist get, then the, the DJ get frustrated and stop playing the artist's music. Right, right. So is there a, um, I guess, kind of a, a proper way that artists should be looking to make those connections? I would just say just just contact the DJ on Instagram, where they, where they can contact them on, and just talk to them. You know, just, it's, it's real simple. Just talk to them. No proper way. Just talk to them. Say, hey, my name is such and such. That a dog like connect with you, and you know, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Because this genre, because, because this genre is, is, is you know still growing, so it's not, it's not that hard to reach out to DJs. You know, it's just not. Yeah, and and you know the kind of the way that um, you know the, the DJ, you know, traditionally in hip hop. You know, they've been the ones who kind of shaped the the soundscape, right? I mean, they like, you know, help determine those waves. Um, and I feel like, you know, kind of like what you were saying, that, um, you know, in, in today's CHH, artists are just happy to get their music out on Spotify, get it on a couple blogs, and, you know, let it live for a couple weeks and, and then move on. And, I mean that changes how that um, how that overall look of the genre comes across. I think there's definitely some opportunity here uh, for DJs to have more of an impact. Do, do you feel like we've got enough DJs in order to really make this work? Well, we have enough DJs. What I want to find is that some artists feel like the DJs don't have the numbers, like <laughs> they don't have a big enough fan base. So they feel like, well, I don't even mess with him because he ain't really doing anything. But you don't know who that, who who is following that DJ. Yeah, you see, and that's the problem I come across. So there's DJs out here, but sometimes the artists feel like they're not big enough, or the fan base not big enough. Right, and I think that um, as we're hopefully maybe growing, you know, on the radio side of it, that can. Um, make a difference as well i mean you got guys like we said mc nice you know what he's doing with god's house of hip-hop um and, and, and a few others do you see uh that radio space being more inviting to chh as we're moving forward here i think so um i have i think so i would say i think so i'm not you know <laughs> it's definitely a whole other thing there too with the radio station because a lot of times sometimes the artists they're not necessarily screaming Jesus in these songs and some Christian stations don't want to play that so it's kind of weird that makes sense to you yeah yeah for sure um so let, let's kind of we've been talking about the the kind of the artist side of it and, and how they can make sure we're getting into it. So if we if we've got some aspiring DJs as well in the space, I mean, what's your advice there? Just from your experience, how how do they need to build and develop, you know, their career? I would say first of all, find out what type of DJ that you want to be. You know what I mean? If you're gonna be a radio DJ, a mixtape DJ, or uh, you know, a club, you no, know, a DJ that does parties and music for artists, and just find out what you want to be, how you, what, what kind of you want to be and just home that craft and don't try cocking the one else because you see them doing what they're doing, they're making it and they're not doing for you. You know what I mean? And just constantly just work on your craft. Yeah. And also, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's all to talk to God, man, at the same time. You know, and that's what I do all the time. I ask God with direction where to go, what to do, and who to talk to. You know, and be and be humble, man. At the same time, too, because I find out a lot of times, man, they get to a certain place and they think they made it or they think they're very popular, they become very unhumble. They're not humble anymore. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I think we we see that. Um, you know, you, you hate to say it, but if we're being uh, completely honest and truthful about it, I think we see that um, being something that pops up across the chh um you know space there and, and let's talk about um kind of the art of the mixtape i mean i know that uh you are 
consistent with those. You know, that that's something that is definitely part of your repertoire. But I feel like overall, you know, across when you're looking at Christian hip hop, it's it's really changed, you know, the the approach and, and the thought process when it comes to mixtapes. And we're maybe not even seeing as much of them at this point. Uh, just kind of give us, you know, you know, what drives you to keep putting them together? And, and how are you seeing the, the role of the mixtape, how we currently are? Well, the role of the mixtape is very important to still today. Because a lot of times, especially for CHH, a lot of times people, they, they won't search out for like artists like that, but they hear artists on a mixtape, they search their artists then. You understand what I'm saying? It's, the mixtape is very important, man. And a lot of artists get away from that because they feel like if you know they don't want to pay for the DJ or the, nothing like that, which I understand, that's cool, I get it. But they feel like yeah, if they put a, a scene together with a bunch of songs on there, it's a mixtape, that's not a mixtape. So the mixtapes are very important for CHH. It's a must. So, so if you're a DJ then, and, and you're going to, you know, put together your mixtape, how do you need to approach that? I mean, how, 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 what's a smart way to, to market it, make sure that people are getting it? Because like we said, now the consumption of music just happens so quickly. And I think mixtapes are something that, you know, they have to have those legs to them. Well, my first doing mixtapes is, I, you know, I grab the artists that I like. I grab a bunch of songs, the songs that I like that I put them together. And I kind of find out that people still love it because, when I put them out there on Instagram or Facebook or my website or my app or Noise Trade or Dat Pip and things like that, people are still looking for mixtapes, and that's all I do. I put them out there like that. Yeah. Do you uh, do you go into it uh, having kind of a plan as far as marketing those and, and promoting them, or do you just kind of like let the listeners help you out? No, basically, what I, I do have a plan on the marketing mode, but I'm marketing to my fans. You see what I'm saying? I, I create my mixtape things around people that download my mixtapes. That's who I call. That's who I market to, period. That's it. So, so if I'm hearing you right, um, I would say that the, the smart thing to do, one, if you're trying to, you know, get into this, this space as a DJ, um, just build that, that platform where everything's just centered around that, that core. And then if you're an artist, don't forget about this this uh, lane to get your music into. I mean, is is that basically what that's you're saying? That's on That's true. That, it's so easy. All, all they have to do is get with DJ. It's, 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 it's nothing. That's old school. I mean, because like I said, at the end of the day, that's why I have a lot of artists frustrated. They, they, you know, they create these albums and they promote them on some of these websites and that's all they do. They don't reach out to DJs, so it's not being played like they think it's being played. So they create another album after album after album after album, and before they have like five albums in one year, which doesn't make any sense. So you need to you really you really need to reach out to DJs and start trying to figure out where he where he have a small audience and things like that. Just reach out to DJs. It's really simple. And and I think another way that uh, artists could reach out to DJs is, is something that's kind of almost disappeared is what happened to artists and DJ collaborations? You know, I mean, you used to have so many like remixes where, where the, the artists and the DJ are working together. And I mean, I don't really even see that now. I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're correct. You, you are right. I was talking to one artist about doing that, but he was so afraid of losing money. So he didn't want to do it. But no one knows who you are. I mean, we're doing a promotion CD, mixtape with your song being remixed, but you don't want to do it because you're afraid of losing money from that song. But no one knows who you are right now. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really crazy, kind of weird what's going on with the CHH. I mean, when I first started doing it in 1999, it was like the music was incredible. It had some wax stuff too, but it was incredible lyrical wise and production wise. And back then, a lot of artists were, was willing to work, to work with DJ. And we don't have that now. We don't have that. We don't have artists really want to work with DJs like that because for whatever reason, they don't want to work with DJs. Well, and even that like live um, aspect as well, you know, I mean, now you got 
guys I feel like that will go do a show with a quote unquote DJ that's just, you know, hit and play on a laptop, basically. Um, where, like, when you're talking about, you know, that 99, early 2000s, I mean, you know, back then, you know, I rocked hard with, um, you know, Mars Ill, you know, you got Manchild, uh, and, and them, you know, and they've got the, uh, the DJ right there doing his thing. Uh, John Rubin, you know, he toured with DJ Manuel, who was just a beast on the turntables. Um, I mean, is that is that live aspect something that's missing as well? Yeah, that's missing. That definitely is missing. I mean, you have some artists that's doing that on a small scale, but that is missing. The DJ and the artist is what's missing, putting together like their last days. Now you have some DJs doing it, but then now some of the DJs are come is coming from behind the, the, the turntables and they're rocking with the artist, which is that's great. I love to see that, but we still I, I miss that DJ and artist, you know, platform on stage. I really miss that. Yeah, well, I think so. When we're talking about. Um... 2020 Summerfest, guys. Again, we're talking on the Track Stars uh, podcasting network phone line to DJ Irock Jesus, who is one of seven DJs that's going to be at 2020 Summerfest. Hopefully, that's a you know a good uh, starting point, man, where we can bring some of that live aspect back. You know, kind of showcase the DJ again and and, and get back to some of the roots of, of what hip hop was you know founded on, what it you know came to prominence on. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. I pray that's what's going to happen, man. I'm just excited about it. Just to be there, I'm excited about it. You know what I mean? That's, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. And so I know it's, um, you know, the, the 2020 Summerfest, um, in, in LA this summer, uh, over a couple of days. Are, are you slated to be in there for the entire, uh, run? Yes. I'm, I'm going to be there for two days, for the 17th and the 18th. Nice. And that is at the, what is the, the Bank of LA Stadium, right? Yes, that's correct. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, you know, make sure you jump on to the 2020 Summerfest website. Get your tickets now. Uh, go and support um, DJ I Rock Jesus. Go support those other DJs and 75 artists. I mean, I know we've got the uh, announcement that's coming up. Uh, soon on headliners and stuff but i mean just the stuff that we know about it it has us excited you know for what this means for christian hip-hop on on a much bigger scale yes yes and he um he also has latin artists there too no that's gonna be crazy yeah it's gonna be some chh latin artists there man it's gonna be crazy nice nice well, man, we uh, we really appreciate you hopping on to the podcast with us, being able to kind of break down, you know, the current um, role of the DJ and where we maybe need to be. Uh, if people want to be, make sure to follow you to get the latest, what's going on with DJ I Rock Jesus, whether it's, um, you know, helping support mixtapes, just listening to what you're putting out on your shows. How are they going to go about it? What do they need to do to be able to make sure they get the latest from you? Well, they can go to my website, it's djrockjesus.com. You can also go to straightministryheat.com. And my app is um, djrockjesus on Android or app phone. And they can follow me on, on all my social media, it's djrockjesus. Awesome, awesome. So um, tell me one thing that you are super excited about in regards to CHH in 2020. Oh, man. The here. The, it's, the music, the artists, production, I'm just excited what God's going to do with it, man. I mean, every year, it's something new every year. So I'm excited about the new guys that's coming up in the, in what they're saying, unashamed, definitely unashamed. I'm excited about the whole genre. I don't, there's, there's no one thing I can say that I'm excited about. <laughs> just, I'm just seeing what to see what's going to happen in 2020. That sounds good, man. That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously here at 520, we focus on those independent artists. Uh, I mean, are there any um, indie artists that particularly have your ear right now that, that you think people need to make sure they know about them? Oh, let me see. Who am I playing now? Um, I have a brother that everything costs. Look out for him. He's from New York. Um, I, I don't have no particular artist. Well, really, Eshawn Burger, he's one of my favorites. And Kay Sparks. Okay. I don't know who that is. Kay Sparks is that dude. That dude is ridiculous. Um, 
of course, Jared Sanders. Um, he's about dropping stuff, but yeah, I don't, I have so many different artists I like at different times. I guess because of my, my, my mood I'm in, but yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just basically excited to see what's going to happen with CHA in 2020. For sure, for sure. And for, and for those artists, how do they submit, uh, music to you? DJRockGenius at gmail.com. Ah, there just it is. It to Simple. Yeah. <laughs> just simple. I try to make everything DJ Rock Jesus. DJ Rock Jesus at gmail.com. Send me your tracks, send me your bio. You know, make sure it's MP3. And hit, make sure it don't say track one, because I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> so, don't do that. Don't send me that. Send me the track, name the track, name the artist, the who produced it, a little graphic, the write up, things like that. So, when I, when I listen to it and I like it, I can promote it and have everything there. So yeah, perfect, perfect. There you go, guys. So make sure you hit him up. You know, go that extra step. Make sure your music gets that life that it has in it. It's it's more than a weekend. It's more than a couple of weeks. You know, this is this is a, a long term thing. And if you're trying to make it a career, this, these are things you got to do. So that's right. You have to give it a DJ. The stations are great. The blog sites are great. They help also. But you have to get your music to DJ, man. Radio DJs, I don't care. They're a DJ because they will play your music over and over. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, man, we we, we appreciate, um, like I said, you jumping on uh, the the podcast with us. I'm really excited to see. You know, hopefully, we can continue to to interact and and look to build together um, for a long time. You know, get you back on the show. You know, in the future, um, but definitely appreciate you just taking time out of your day to, to chat with us. Um, anything you want to f- to wrap up with? Well, I understand. I appreciate you, and I appreciate y'all what y'all doing, man. This is an honor right here. You know, I'm not the type of guy I don't like talk a lot. You know, I like seeing the back behind the back scenes, but I really appreciate the interview. I appreciate you, and just, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait to actually meet you face to face. All right. Sound, sounds great, man. We'll be looking forward to it. Guys, once again, it was DJ I Rock Jesus here on the Track Stars Podcasting Network phone lines, the 520 Collective Podcast, where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. Shout out to our guys at bookkeeper247.com for sponsoring this interview. And we will see you guys again uh, on the next episode.